I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Life is full of awesome what ifs and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out-of-pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. Yo, what is up, guys? Today, we've got a very special episode of the Log Ride Show podcast. Now, I've got to give you a bit of a warning before we get into this amazing episode, which is going to touch on weight loss and some other cool stuff. But I've got to give you a warning. There's going to be some very strong language, okay? So if you are offended in any shape or form by strong language, turn off now. I've left it in, okay? We could have bleeped it out, but I've left it in um, because it's just the way the guest is and i really like him and so yeah if you i just want to put a warning at the front end uh if you're offended by a strong language don't listen or don't uh watch this also all the opinions in here are our own okay it's not meant to offend anybody and and we're not trying to get ourselves into trouble they're only our own opinions which i think we're entitled to uh so i just again wanted to put that at the front end of the podcast and of this uh youtube video so okay if you are offended by strong language I would really not recommend you watching this. But if you want to know about a bit about weight loss and a few other things, then stand by because we've got an absolutely cracking guest for you today. Welcome to a brilliant, a brilliant episode, a special episode, which we're actually recording for the second time because we're extremely professional <laughs> on this award-winning podcast because I forgot to hit the record button. We got about five minutes in and I noticed, so oh, anyway. Okay, right. So we are here for a special, right? And I'm going to pretend like we haven't already recorded this next five minutes, boys, okay? So just like last <laughs> long, pretend you've had a good time and all that sort of stuff, right? So joining me today. We've got the biggest man on TikTok, YouTube, Instagram. Where if it's coming to health and fitness, weight loss, whatever it is, this guy is blowing up. Okay, Ushi Mulligan is over there. That side, there he is, smiling. And then down there, we've got the man who probably spends far too much time on sunbeds, uh, Mr. <laughs> Hayden. It's true, though. It is true. And what, we, and what we did realise when we didn't hit record is that. Ushi's over in the middle of Ireland. So <laughs> if you want to send him something, he's like literally stick a dart in the middle of Ireland and he's there. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Make you make sure you send me something good as well, because I'm fairly honest on Instagram. I tell people it's shit. <laughs> <laughs> okay, right. So this is going to be a no-holds-barred podcast, people. And we are going to get on to losing weight and, and some tips and stuff like that, because this is how I... Uh, came across him and we'll come on to all that right we're going to dispel some rumors and then we're going to talk about a little bit some other stuff and why he hates running things like that um but before (laughs) before we do that i actually wanted to find out about your story and tell the viewers listeners however what they're getting this today because the story so i came across your podcast podcast i came across your profile on tiktok because i like i think everybody in january looking for how to lose weight Blah, 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 right and then i started diving deeper into you on your subscribe to the youtube channel and uh it's mulligan's fitness by the way all this so make sure you get on there and then i and i, I think it was one you did 
one of the shows you did, one of the live performances you did, and you told your story. Yeah. Okay. And I think I want to start there before we get into the madness of your videos and your content and how you found us and how you and I connected. Because I think first straight up, and then when I, because I heard this story and I thought, Jesus, and I really genuinely resonated with it. So fill everybody in, however long ago it was before you like just went crazy on social media. Yeah. Jesus Christ. It's, it feels like so long ago now. It's mad. So I'll go back to, I suppose, the very, very beginning. So very, very beginning of my, my story, I guess, started probably secondary school. Somewhere between primary school and secondary school, I was getting really badly bullied for my weight. So I was about 130-ish kilos at the time. And my watch, hopefully, is not going off. Well, 130-ish kilos. <laughs> I'll throw it out the window on podcast. Uh, 130-ish kilos at the time. And like everybody knows school, people don't hold back. So I was just relentlessly bullied for it consistently all the time. And like no matter what went on, it was always because you're fat, because you're fat, because you're fat. And eventually that becomes something that you tell yourself all the time. So I was just like, I'm just destined to be fat. There's nothing I can do about it. Until there was a moment I was actually sat in this exact room. My brother came up, <clears throat> my older brother, uh, Owen, and he came up to my room and he was like, out of everyone, right? He was the only person that ever really supported me, came in and, and rather than calling me fat, he was like, okay, let's... Uh, Let's see how we can help you out here. So he's like, look, do you want to come to the gym with me? Rather than being like, oh, you're fat, you need to change this or do this. He's like, oh, do you want to come along to the gym with me? And I don't know if you have older brothers or people listen to podcasts. You always see your older brother as someone who's fucking like unbelievable, no matter what they are. Yeah, <laughs> they yeah. And his friends as well. When I was looking at him and his friends, I was like, oh, these are class. So when I got the opportunity to go to the gym with him, it was exciting for me. So I was like, yeah, I'll go. And it got me spending time with him. And he, all the time when I was there, if I was only lifting five kilos, I was like, holy shit, you're lifting five kilos. And he'd support me the whole way along. So I guess that's where my weight loss journey almost started. And there's there's actually, I'll touch on a part of the story that I haven't really touched on online. It's only from reflecting on maybe the last little while that I have. And, and this is, again, prior to even having social media, but it's kind of why I got into doing what I do and why I try and break things down as simple as possible. But anyways, bullied relentlessly, Owen came in, helped me out get to the gym, teaching me about things with weight loss-wise, but he didn't really know huge about nutrition. So when I was looking into nutrition, it was typical shit slimming world or i don't know if i could say that on the podcast again fucking banned it. Lot. you can bleep it out anyways um but yeah so the typical diets like keto fasting all this other stuff i remember at one stage then i ended up doing one meal a day which was really a massive turning point for me so i heard it on joe rogan he was talking about how brilliant it is um and i was like oh i'll listen to him i'll do it so i got to the point of doing one meal a day where i was eating one chicken breast right so i just started have one chicken breast every single day that was it i'd throw everything else off my plate that my mom was cooking me and i just have that because i wanted to lose more and more weight because of the story i was telling myself for so long of that you're fat or overweight like you're useless you're not enough that every time i seen that scale weight go down i then associated the scale weight going down with a positive thing and this is actually something that i haven't really touched on social media huge amount is this is part of my story as well where i just consistently was losing more weight losing more losing more weight and i have a picture of where i look like almost anorexic in it like where i have barely any more body fat but i'm looking at my mirror and you can literally see the hate from myself in my eyes wow. looking at myself but um because i was associating being a better person with a lower scale weight, which actually wasn't it at all and majority of people fall into this trap of when they're trying to lose weight they think the lighter i am the better i am that's why i'm losing i'll be more confident when i'm a little bit lighter i'll be a little bit more happy but it's actually not really connected to your scale weight at all because if you take a step back what it actually is is from you consistently challenging yourselves and you guys probably experienced this with the running like you feel really good really happy in yourself when you finish a run but that's got nothing to do with scale weight you feel more confident in every single day of situations because you've done something hard yeah. come through it so for me it wasn't actually the weight loss that provided me any of my confidence or feeling better in myself, maybe to a certain extent at the beginning, but actually the majority of it came from going to the gym every single day, doing what I say I was going to do. Because if we don't follow through or telling ourselves we want to do throughout the day, so oh, I have to get to go to the gym or I have to make sure I look at my calories and eat within my calorie deficit. If I'm not doing that, I'm essentially breaking promises to myself. The more promises I break to myself, the lower my confidence is going to get and the more I'm going to hate myself. So even though I was the lightest I've ever been, I think it was around 64 kilos. I went from 130 to 64. Um, I was still wanting to lose more and more and more. And so that was kind of a turning point where I tried to heal my relationship with food and tried to learn about, like, I can incorporate everything at the same time and lose weight. One of my great friends, Emmeline, she came up with this brilliant saying. So it's like, you can eat absolutely everything, just not, or you can eat absolutely anything, not just, not everything. So you can eat absolutely anything, not everything. So your portion sizes have to be obviously controlled with these sorts of things. So anyways, that was one turning point. And I feel like I started, um, kind of really falling in love with training and stuff like that. And I remember in my final year of school, the, uh, person was like oh there's no jobs in sports like well, there's no point going to go to accounting or business or become an architect because last month of my final year in school I switched my course to go do sports science 
Um, ah. And the career guidance counselor was like, "That's the fucking stupidest thing I've ever seen <laughs> do in my entire life." I bet she's laughing now. Like, <laughs> stupidest, stupidest person ever. But anyways, uh, after that, I went to college, did all that sort of stuff. COVID hit. Uh, I couldn't really get a job in the industry outside of that. Well, I was working in gyms before, um, just kind of doing bits and pieces. But if I really wanted to get my message out there, I knew online was the way forward. Yeah. Um, and previous experiences in gym weren't great because most gyms, I, I in yeah, you're in England. I just, you actually sound like you sound like Russ. This is what I was thinking when we were on the thing. Do you know okay. hard geezer? Ah. Uh? Do you know hardest geezer that's running across Africa? No. Who's you don't know him. Look him up. All He's right. running the distance of Africa. He's running from the. Oh, back actually, back. I think. I may have seen something about this. Yeah, he sounds exactly like you. So that's why I was like, oh, I heard that accent. <laughs> He's hardcore. <laughs> exactly. He's a gangster as well. Hey, <laughs> <laughs> we're gangsters. You heard it. <laughs> right, so I'll tell you what then. So you've done that. Yes. You had your business. I know from the story, it wasn't working. You got yourself into debt. Um, yeah, well, so this is, the, yeah. Do you want me to go into that part of it? Yeah. Yeah, and then you just yeah. blew up, didn't you? Yeah crazy so i was going uh posting videos online for like two years or so living in spain with my ex-girlfriend at the time um and we kind of broke up and i hit like the lowest point in my life because i had to come home and it was like all my friends had emigrated as well or gone to australia or wherever and so when i came back home i had nobody um and it was at that point i was like okay i either go all in with my business or it's just gonna flop and i go work back in supermax where i was working before essentially like an irish version of mcdonald's so i decided to buy a camera so this camera that i have here i think i spent maybe like five grand on it it was something that i just took a loan out for um i wasn't making a huge amount of business at the time and when i came home from spain because i wasn't great like I, when you're not in a good space you can't help other people so i couldn't help other people that were struggling with their weight or whatever because i wasn't there myself so i had to cut off all of my clients after buying that camera i couldn't afford to pay for the software anymore so anyone who had paid me i essentially owed them money for that so i think mm -hmm. the total um my debt was outrageous anyways uh for the age that i was obviously i'm living at home so it's a little bit easier or whatever mm -hmm. but uh yeah then i just posting videos every day i made a promise to myself i'm going to post every day up until christmas time i think it was around the 20th of december my account i opened my eyes one morning and my account was on 100k and i was like what the fuck is happening <laughs> and i was getting messages from everybody in my local areas like you're buying followers and i'm like i swear on my life i'm not i refresh my page it would be 120 i refresh my page would be 140 and I'd just go up and i went the whole way to 500 k on instagram then my tiktok followed suit like four <laughs> months later and then only this september my youtube took off so my youtube over a weekend the same weekend that i had that talk that you would have seen in brighton yeah. after that my youtube went from i think 376 subscribers to 450k Jeez. literally absolutely crazy and it just goes to show the power of i suppose one not giving in with the videos um and and keep getting the message out there because i knew what it was but uh yeah, no, I think obviously partial look in there, but people don't see the 430 videos I posted before. Yeah, yeah, one. yeah. Like I posted 430 videos back to back to back to back without missing a day. And then one took off and I was like, holy shit. And it was actually the one video, so funny, the one video I didn't want to put up that I didn't think would do well. Yeah. It was me walking around a, a, a park in my local area and it was raining. And I was like, anyone that wants to go for a fucking walk outside and your personal trainer is annoying you, tell them to just throw on a jacket. I've seen that. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, just tell them to fuck off and go walk around the shopping <laughs> center instead. And that took off. It went crazy. And I was like, oh, my God, that was a video I wasn't going to post at all. So, yeah. It's That's amazing. And it's mad, yeah. It is mad. It is. And I was talking to someone today, and he was telling me a story about how uh, he's in the like entertainment business and he was saying about it used to be like you had to wait for a TV person to ring you up or your agent and book you and all this. He said, but it's, the great thing now is that social media, you can you can turn it around in a, in a day and you yeah. can you can make a business out of it if that's what you want to do. Yeah, but you can literally chart your own course because you've the powers in your hands. Yeah, basically. And, and like you said, one video, bang. Yeah, I mean, everybody hears about viral videos and all this crap that goes on, but it, it, it's so true. Just yeah. look, look what happened to you. I think it's, I think it's a matter as well of like, I suppose, being genuine to a certain point. Like, <clears throat> if you're chasing the viral video or chasing virality, I would have changed up who I was and I wouldn't have put the videos the way I am. In person, now, even on this podcast, a lot of people would say to me, Ushin, you're a lot more calm. But when I'm putting up my camera to record, put on my camera to record i'm thinking about these other fucking agents that are telling lies or i'm thinking about that time i was only eating one chicken breast a day and that's why i actually get so angry and even on the podcast here you'll notice me to start 
maybe picking up the pace at which I'm talking. Love it. Mm. It's because I'm because I'm thinking of these little fuckers from back then. I'm like, I wish I could go back and tell myself, and mm. I wish I could show these people how much with the false stuff that they're putting out there, how much it's actually negatively impacting. Even teenagers, I've had teenagers message me as young as 13, 14, Ushin, how do I lose weight? What do I do? I'm like, literally just go partake in sports. Don't be worrying about your weight overall and continue mm -hmm. on. But yet they're going clicking on different podcasts or looking mm -hmm. at different videos online and following the shit guidelines that are there. Like the really, really poor relationship with food ones telling you to cut out everything, that there's poison in this. You're going to get cancer if you drink Coke Zero. That, oh, just loads of stuff that's oh. so negative about it. So it's that's so my true. Yeah. It's so true. And, the, and the, the tiktok -fication of everything where it's where it's people are making money out of, out of effectively you know spouting whatever they want because it's not regulated yeah it's it, like for if if you went to a doctor right and the mm. doctor gave you the wrong advice this is one of the things that i'm like this is outrageous if you went to a doctor the doctor gave you wrong advice wrong medication wrong surgery or wrong treatment for whatever you're going through you could probably sue him or he'd probably get thrown in prison when it comes to nutrition and health and exercise it's actually a form of medicine so if you look in science it's looked at as a form of medicine exercise and uh exercise and nutrition so why the hell isn't it treated the same we can go online and we get absolute bullshit information that isn't backed up by any science just people online saying whatever and that can harm your health more than anything like eating disorders are on the rise here in ireland anyways i know they're absolutely massive and they're even bigger than what the numbers are saying because people don't talk about them i didn't talk about what i was going through back then because it was embarrassing i was only eating one chicken breast a day i knew it was wrong but mm. deep down i didn't and some people don't even recognize it well hayden you were saying about obesity weren't you to me the other day yeah well yeah it's definitely it's current now the news that you're talking about on one scale down on the anorexic side of things people want to lose that weight We've yeah. got a massive problem in, uh, over here in England, especially UK. I imagine it's going to be the same in Ireland. Coming from yeah. America, the obesity problem at the moment is just horrific. And that's got the knock-on effects of affecting <clears throat> people's long-term health, NHS, budgets. Yeah. This is, it literally it is absolutely rife and massive out there. And we need people who've got these expertise, like you said, to be able to, to get on with this and like crack on with it and say yeah. there's a way not to, for this not to happen. Yeah, and I think, like, if you think about the... Because with obesity as well, it's it's so complicated. There's so many different factors, environmental factors and everything. But I suppose the way I look at it as well is, like, stress is in the rise for so many people. Mm -hmm. And stress, like, especially after COVID and especially through COVID, so many people turn to food to deal with stress because that's actually what happens the majority of the time. It's so similar to, say, drugs and alcohol as as, as not even an addiction, but as in turning to use it to cope with your emotions and cope yeah, with coping mechanism. everything. It's the same when it comes to food, and it should be looked at in a similar way. But also the misinformation, as you're saying, Hayden, like, when it comes to misinformation online, if you look up fat loss, you'll get six different videos telling you all different things of, this is how you do it, and then the other person will say, this is not how you do it, this is how you it's so confusing and that's why right i resonate i mean i love i just love your videos <laughs> but i it's just yeah um I, but I, i'll come on to it in a minute but it, it's it's that it was that no nonsense no bullshit approach to it which hayden i mean i i get a bit like that i i mean i try and i have to temper it down to a degree yeah. um because i get told off i've i've got my friends around me who tell me off because I will go off on a rant and rave about something. Yeah. And it and I love that. Um, the fact that, again, from you, I, I see something very similar and I just want to tell the truth. And I, ca I can't help myself, right? I'll, I'm It's black or white and I'm going to say it how it is. I couldn't really give a shit, to be honest with you. Like yeah. we said before we came on, you say what you like, I couldn't care less. And that's, again, I think that's where it resonates because it's that authenticity that as soon as you see one of your videos, you know it. As soon as you are, because no one, is going to turn around and say the words that you say on the video if they really didn't believe in what they were saying. And two, they knew it wasn't true because otherwise you'd get slung out in about yeah. two seconds. It's easier not to because if I didn't, my YouTube revenue would be through the roof. I would also have a shit ton of sponsors. Yeah. I would probably have more people on my program because what would happen is people see me cursing the videos like, oh, I don't want to watch this guy or whatever. I don't do that for a reason. I don't really give a shit. If I had, I had what? I had under a thousand followers back before my account blew up. I was still doing the exact same thing, still posting the same videos, doing it to the point where I was getting in debt. The issue is the money crooks people a lot of time, especially in, yeah. in the online space and fitness space, and they change completely who they are for that side of things. And that's something that I'll, I'll never do. Like, I'll never get a sponsor on my YouTube videos or on anything else. And I don't really want it anyways, but I wouldn't get it because of the way I go on in my videos. And mm -hmm. I, for me, if I was to change that, what would happen is I'd just give up altogether. Because I'm yeah, like, yeah. sitting down in front of the camera just being someone else and like I couldn't be arsed. Do it's it. just really it's really weird hearing it because as you said, it's exactly what Forty's talking about. It's exactly what we're doing at 40 runs and what you do. The only difference not difference with you, going back to what we talked about before, is 
when Fordy, when you are saying these people are giving wrong advice, you're giving advice, you're qualified. You've yeah. got qualifications. You've got that backup behind you. There's too many people, especially with running and running podcasts. Oh, they're so giving people advice and they've run themselves. They've been runners. They've got no coaching experience. Yeah. They don't know anything about You've got massive, massive channels like on YouTube and there's people, again, there's no disrespect. Crack on it. And this, I'll come on to this because we've gone sort of a circle. It's a good way. But people giving out advice, writing training plans and stuff, right? But giving like big YouTube channels, giving out advice. And they ain't qualified, right? Again, experience counts for a lot. I'm, I'm not taking anything away from that, right? And the elite runners out there, you know, they've been through programs. They understand a lot. But I do get a bit pissed about it when I see these videos. Oh, you know, how to do this, how to do that. And then you think to yourself, come on, guys. You, you shouldn't necessarily because somebody's going to take that and do it. Yeah. And, and if they, like you just said, there's no accountability for it. I can't turn around and say, well, I've just, I've just, cocked up my back because you told me to go and run four by 400 meters at the, the, the pace because that's how it looked like in your video i mean yeah. it's just it's just dry, it drives me up the wall he'll tell you because i go i go <laughs> i had to, uh, there was one episode I, I nearly lost it because people like taking advantage of people I, I i won't go into it but there was a company that i was going to absolutely go two-footed in but they stopped me because <laughs> I, ca- I can't help it so you me very serious so actually and that's why it comes on to it because we was recording an episode about running influencers. Yeah. We actually yeah. was meant to be an email special, but he had a, a, a fact on Strava about um, like running influencers and not people are following them because they're seeing through all the bullshit, which is great. Yeah. And I, and I think that's great that people are seeing yeah. through that because people like yourself, right? Mm. And um, we then got onto this running influencers and all that. And that's where I came onto you because I was, I know you probably listened to it and it was just like, this guy's my hero. He just says it exactly. <laughs> Exactly how it is. No, no bullshit with it. Says exactly how it is. And you know, for someone like me, you know, other interests like what, want to lose a bit of weight, and yeah. and there's so much crap on TikTok about you know. You can tell it's polished and all this. You was like my hero. And then so somebody then sent that to you, right? Yeah. So John, he was actually in my uh, group. So I run like a, a coaching group um, for like accountability and absolutely everything. Mm-hmm. But he messaged me and he was like, I listen to this podcast and just go thirty minutes there and have a listen. And I was like these fuckers are talking about me. It's, it's so strange because I'm not used to this. I'm not used to people even. So I'd often get like stopped and people like, Oh, I watch my videos. I was only up in Dublin last uh, week. Um, to be honest, a lot of it came to life for me even last week or even last year uh, when I was speaking in Brighton, because I, so first of all, my talk in Brighton had like, I think 400 people at it. And I was like, Holy shit, there's actually people that listen and watch the videos and know who I am. And then an event that I hosted for myself, just again, the event wasn't, it didn't cost any any money it was mainly for my group members or whatever people came in i was just speaking about but there's 130 there and i went to the shop and i got stopped a few times people watching the videos and so when i heard the podcast it was like that again because when i sit down and record the videos i'm speaking to myself in a weird way it's like my camera i look into the camera and that's it and then when i heard you i was like this can't be fucking real what's going on here i messaged you straight away and i was like holy shit it's a bit weird yeah but that was for me i was like holy shit he's messaged me like like this it's like yeah yeah biggest fan and like he's messaging me and i was like dude this is amazing but it's we actually have the same microphone <laughs> there you go but it, it's it's true right it's weird how and again i go back to the convo i was having this morning with to, with somebody it, it's how it we all sort of interconnect and, and he was saying like it's like with the power of social media and the positive of social media because it gets a real hard time right but like there's there's me in the in the in the let's say the running space. There's other people, but let's say like he was saying like there's you Fordy in the running space. And then if you want to watch, so if you're into running, you go and see Fordy and listen to his podcast, watch his YouTube channel, whatever. Be part of the club. If you're into into boxing, you go and follow X Y Z. If you if you're looking for weight loss or fitness tips, you go and find you. And it's and it's it's having yeah. that power. And it, everybody's different, so everybody's searching for different things. You might not be somebody's, you know kettle of fish and yeah. it's likewise to me right I, I got described recently at the big we did a big national running show i was described as marmite which i, I get right yeah. people either they either like you or they he's laughing that's they, my wife that said it yeah there you go right yeah it was and it's but it's true you either, you either can't stand me or you love me right and, and it's probably so the same back. with you it holds so many people back for you that one thing because it would have had me back years ago as well because the same with weight loss whether you go to the gym or you don't go to the gym, someone's going to judge you because if you don't go to the gym, you're lazy, you're you're fat or whatever. And if you go to the gym, you're a fat person in the gym. I hate the gym. I like. I mean, I've done videos about. I mean, I hate and love this. I actually did a whole podcast and just ranted and raved about this geezer with a beard. He really pissed me off. But right? I was doing, and I hate the gym, right? So I, 
I struggle. Like I think with you, you said about it, but with anxiety, I've got my ADHD. I've got it all going on, right? Yeah. And I, I, I just crack on anyway. But I hate like doing other things, and I hate particularly the gym. But I know I've got to do it. I'm marathon training. I've got to do it, right? And there's all these pricks in there. And then you're on there, you're trying, I mean, you know, and then he's up against the mirror, go <laughs> like this. And then he's he's getting in everyone's, he left his towel on, on the bench. So I, wanted to, I mean, what's that all about? I looked at him because of the way I am, I wanted to knock him out. And I'm thinking, <laughs> oh, but he's about eight times the size of me. Yeah. And it drives you up the wall, the gyms, the, the idiots you get in there. And it puts so many people up. Because if you're body conscious, right? Yeah. Or like most people, ain't got a clue actually what you're doing because you don't want to pay for a PT. Yeah, you're trying to navigate it around there. You know, you're trying to trying to do something, and then you get all these idiots in there. It drives you mad. Yeah, Hayden, you actually look like a big boy. You look like you'd outbench press me any day of the week. So he's not. <laughs> he's very short. He's like a hobbit. <laughs> I'm sitting on. I'm sitting on like a high chair at the moment. So. He has been working out. He has, been, haven't you? I've, I've, I've been. I've, I've gone to the gym most of, most of my adult life. I've always got. I go for periods of time where I'll start thinking about getting strength building. Start thinking about. Most yeah. of the time, to be fair, it's just about looking good in the body when I'm about to go on holiday. I've got to be honest about it. Yeah. I do a bit of strength training and stuff for my running now. That's just because I'm getting older. I need a bit more strength to hold up the bones. But yeah, in general, mine's just it's a vanity thing, to be honest with you. And I think, I think so this is the thing with most people, and it's actually only coming out of that space. So I used to be the same person. I used to go to the gym for physical appearance. I'd go to the gym to get bigger biceps. I'd go to the gym so women will look at me. It's so funny that people do that because it's only the lads that really look at you. The more you go to the gym, <laughs> the lad is more, this lad has bigger biceps. But when you come out of that, so from me being so, in, so involved and in stepping out of it, you can actually see the insecurities in these people. So those people that are standing in the mirror doing their biceps, they're actually really, really insecure about the way they look. So rather than actually looking at you majority of time, I know most people say this, but it's actually so true. They're actually so conscious and so focused on themselves and so self-conscious of themselves that they don't give a fuck about you realistically. They don't really care. That's one aspect of it. And another aspect of it is for you going to the gym, you have a more long-term look at the gym than these people because only for so long you're going to be able to focus on how you look until you start getting a really negative say uh, association with your own body because the more you look at something the more you're going to cr criticize it so for me i used to always go look at myself in the mirror look at my abs and the more i'd look for my abs the more i'd see my belly rolls the more i'd focus on it my t-shirts the more i'd see it all the time so many people fall into this trap and it's because they're training for a physical appearance another thing is so many people train because they're fat if you wake up one day and you're tired and you're training because you're fat or you're not feeling good, tell me that when you wake up and you're telling myself, I have to go to the gym because I'm fat for that negative reason, you're going to get up and go. Not going to happen. And what I liked about what you said, uh, Hayden, was like more so like about how I feel or, or whatever. And I know you did touch on the vanity side of things, but I think there's two aspects there because you're focusing on your strength as well for your running. You have another focus on it. Is for most people, it should be that, how I feel. So then if you wake up and you're feeling fat in yourself, it's like, I know mentally I'm going to feel more clear. I'm going to feel better if I get up and go to the gym. That's something long-term because when you hit 50 or 60 or 70 or 80, you're going to look like a bag of potatoes anyway. So it won't fucking matter. So these people are going to give up the gym. A matter of fact, those are the years where the gym is probably most important in your life yeah. later on so that your bones are stronger, your bone density, your muscle mass is stronger. You're able to get up off the chair. You don't have to have someone wipe your own arse for you. They're the things that are kind of most important when it comes to the gym. And only for me, that's only happened recently because I got into jiu-jitsu, training jiu-jitsu, and it removed me from that thing of always looking at where I look. Because most mm. people, that's why I got into it, is I wanted to improve where I look. Now I go to try and get stronger for jiu-jitsu. So when I go into the gym, there's no focus on how I look all the time or not. Like, to be honest, that's improved my body image tenfold. And that's actually one aspect of running I do enjoy. Because when you're out running, you don't give a fuck what way you're looking when you're running. You don't really give a fuck about what clothes you're wearing. It's not what you're focused on for your running. You're running to run better, and that's what the focus should be. Some people run for fat loss. The people that run for fat loss don't last very long. The people that run for fat loss will never really run a marathon. The people that run for fat loss will never really push themselves out of their comfort zone to do them sorts of things because they'll give up beforehand. So to change that for whether your focus be weight loss or just overall health, whatever, change it to training to feel better. Even for me, just getting out and doing a walk because if I wake up in the morning time, sometimes I don't feel good. And like, Everybody doesn't feel good sometimes, but I know I have something to go back to is I can just get out and exercise and move around rather than I wake up. I don't feel good. I'm fat. I have to go to gym because I'm fat. I'm not going to go. Yeah. It makes it's sense. Such, it's yeah. so positive. It, like, yeah. just listen to it. It's, it's so true. It's, it is. It's not bollocks. It's, it's, it's so true. Thing, and as you're talking about here, the education behind it is so important mm -hmm. and the experience as well, because I've experienced being very shit with my body image and being very low with regards to people calling me fat and stuff and it's only through that experience and the knowledge behind it that you can provide people that coaching and that understanding and you really kind of understand where they're coming from 
Mm. We've talked, okay. you know, I've talked about it a lot, especially my wife as well. Um, I actually think when it comes to running, it can help with fat loss, but it certainly isn't a big driver with fat loss at yeah. all. Run, running alone is never, ever... Oh, you're the expert. You're talking to the wrong person. Here. Oh, 100%. You're correct. Yeah. I'm going to make you lose. If you think yourself, I need to lose two stone this year because I'm overweight. All I'm going to do is run this year. Probably ain't going to lose two stone. Nah. What actually happens is when you run, your hunger levels of ghrelin and leptin will increase. So because you're extra exerting with more exercise, your body will actually counteract that. And also, after you do a run, are you going to move around the same as you do the days where you're not running? Likely not, because you're going to be more tired. You're going to sit mm -hmm. down more. You're going to relax more. So whatever calories you've burned out in your run are actually going to be reduced because your hunger is increased. And then also you're going to relax more. And actually, only true exercise, I think it's 10%, planned exercise anyways, it's around 10% of your calories throughout the day are burnt. Okay? So planned exercise is 10%. Non-exercise activity thermogenesis is like, I think like 30%. I could get these percentages wrong. But anyways, mm -hmm. exercise is the smallest part. Non-exercise activity thermogenesis, big complicated word for essentially saying shit that's not exercise that you do on a daily basis. Like moving my hands here, speaking to you, thinking with my brain, that burns more calories. And then yours being more, which is what your body, what your heart requires to pump blood around your body, what your body requires to, to just keep you alive. If you go into a coma, they still have to feed you calories. People think, oh, I have to burn this amount of calories in a day in order to lose fat. Not the case. Not the case at all. When it comes to losing fat, it's just eating less, slightly less calories than your body requires over a period of time. So, so many people do it wrong by trying to eat a lot less. I say to people, eat as much as you possibly can when trying to lose weight, not as little as possible, and you will last more long term. Because it's it doesn't matter about losing weight really quickly. And I know I'm going off on a bit of a rant. No, no, go, 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 go. It's not about losing weight really, really quickly because if you woke up tomorrow 40 at your dream weight or whatever weight you want to be or the way that you look and then you lost it all really, really quickly, you could do it. Like if I was on your back hounding you like, do this, do this, do this, you, you'd lose the weight or anyone for that. Yeah, yeah. Any coach can shout and scream at you to try and make you do that or sit in your house or David Goggins you or whatever, right? Same thing in your house. When it comes to that side of things, what's going to happen is you're going to regain the weight after. When David Goggins fucks off out of your house, you're going to put all the weight back on, right? Fairly straightforward. When you put all the way back on, tell me you're not going to feel worse than yourself after being at the body weight that you wanted to be and then going back up. You definitely are. Your body image is going to worse. Your food relationship is going to be worse. And you're not going to feel good in yourself. You're going to feel worse than when you were at that body weight before. So my thing for you would be do it as slowly as possible. Yes, it's going to be a little bit annoying. The weight might come up and down a little bit, but more long term. And then from that, you're going to feel happier for it. It's like go. It's honestly, it's just, <laughs> you've got to write a book. You need to go. You need to. I know you do Jack <laughs> DDP, whatever it is, but write a book, brother. I'm telling you now, that's the next thing you've got to do. It's right. on the way. I just have to sit down. I actually have a D. I have a thing. Yeah, I have. Uh, they've been in touch with me the last ages, but I'm telling you. I'm telling you. ADHD doesn't let me sit down. I know. I'm, I'm, <laughs> bro, I'm with you. Don't take the meds, though. I refuse to take them. Because yeah, it's like I'm a. I, I don't know about you, but my ADHD, I view it as a superpower. I agree. 100%. And the fact that I can be hyper, hyper focused on a million things, right? Hayden drives him up the wall. I rang him today with another brilliant idea. But because I could be hyper focused on a million ideas, I don't want to slow that down. Yeah, I can't sleep because of it. But in some in some aspects, it's absolutely a secret weapon that if you can use your ADHD positively to make positive change in your life. Yeah, you've got to have therapy and all that to sort of counter some of it. Yeah. But. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. You know, you know, I'm being serious, right? It can't help, isn't it? But I'm like you, I can't sit down and write a book. I can't sit down, you know, so I get it. But you've well, got to do it. You can find a way that works for me. So for me, when I'm working, I can't work like a normal person online or whatever. I'll have like 30 tabs open up on my fucking Google Chrome and I'll click between them and swap jobs. That might be negative for some people. For me, it's not. It's the same as like when it came to organizing that event. I remember I rang the videographer three weeks before the event in Dublin there that I had last week. I rang him three weeks before and I was like, uh, I'm thinking about hosting an event. Do you want to do it? And he goes, just a random thought that came to my head. And he goes, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, where Where is the venue? And like how many people are coming or what's the story? But I go, I'll plan that in a couple of, I'll plan that in a couple of seconds. Worry about it later. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just one of those things, but it is like so many people need to stop seeing that 
as negative. It's the same as like a big part of my story is I struggled with my mental health for that whole time after I came back from Spain to the point where I couldn't even leave my house. I remember I went to the cinema with my brother. I had a panic attack. And if someone had came in then and told me I had depression or I told me I had anxiety or told me I had this, not only would the medication have completely numbed me and probably taken my own personality out or to the point where I would have just given up on all this anyways. Not that medication is a bad thing. Like, I think for people, you need to work on that outside. If I didn't go to therapy, I wouldn't fix myself. And if someone had told me I had depression, you have this, you instantly become that person. It's the same as telling someone you're fat. They instantly become that person. So everything that happens after that point, it points to their fat. Think about Floyd Mayweather, right? Floyd Mayweather goes and eats a burger. He's not fat. He's Natalie. He knows that. So he just gets back on track the next day, continues on, goes back to training. You tell someone that's fat and they're eating a burger and they see themselves as fat, they fucked everything up and give up altogether. So it's all about these stories that you tell yourselves in the head. And the mental health aspects, I think, it's only from thinking back to my own struggle with mental health that I'm like, fuck, if someone had told me I had depression then or if someone had told me I was fucked up, I would not be in this position. I would have just given up because instantly then it's decided I have that from then. But it's not. The thing is that constantly, consistently working on myself, consistently working on my mental health, consistently doing things that are hard. Like even last week, I was just like, fuck it, I'm going doing a high rocks because I don't feel great <laughs> in myself. Let's just challenge myself <laughs> to do something hard. No training. Marathon was the same. Uh, I'm coming to that. Yeah, yeah. So for me, I think that that's another thing that needs to be touched on. My mom's a therapist and I have loads and loads oh, of discussions wow. with her for about this the whole time. And even her, she, she's going to start coming into the online space now as well. She might not curse as much. But you need to get that message out there that there's a lot of that sort of stuff that needs to be touched on. No, I, I mate, you're right. It's, it's it's super super powerful, right? And as I said, I, I'm with you a hundred percent on that. I can again. That's why I think I relate to you because Sick. very similar and, and that sort of stuff, right? I'm going to come on to weight loss. We're gonna we're gonna dispel some of the shit that's out there. <laughs> but before that, I have to ask, right? On your videos, do, does it? <laughs> Do you, do you, I know script is the wrong word, but do you think to yourself, right, I'm just going to call these a bunch of, you know what, <laughs> and, and like when you do like the one in McDonald's, when you, you're sitting in your car going, like, <laughs> I, 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 I would do this, but I'm sitting in my fucking car or something like that. You said, it's just, it's absolutely brilliant. Do yeah. You, think... How do you think of this stuff? Uh, so. I think a lot of mistakes that people make when they're making videos is I used to do this thing where I'd make a video and I every time I'd mess up a word, I'd cancel. So I'd like, okay, start again. And okay, start again. So what I decided to do is just record the whole lot. Whatever comes out, I'll go back and edit in the funny parts. I'm like, that was actually kind of stupid. So I'll just leave that in there because someone will laugh at it or leave that. I think that's what I do. Do I script part of my videos? So yeah, so at the start, what I'll do is I'll sit down and I'll just, okay, I want to talk about eating mcdonald's and losing weight and then uh, underneath that i'll be like okay this is the point main point that i want to make and then i'll script it in a way as well that holds viewers attention a little bit better which is important for social media because if i just yeah. give the answer straight away people will just scroll off and then the messages and get out there mm -hmm. so there's a little bit of playing the game with that but a lot of it then is just sitting down in front of the camera and me being myself which took a shit ton of time because before i was so anxious about the way people would see me or the things people would think and it was only from that a good good thing for some people that are maybe are struggling about like what people think of them is I sat down and I was like, who's the most innocent, famous person I could think of? Who's the nicest, famous person I could think of? Dermot Kennedy was was the person. I don't know why. I actually don't even really listen to his music. But I just looked him up and I looked up his Instagram, clicked in the comments, and there was people like, you're a <laughs> you're this, your music, <laughs> and this. And I, I literally, I'm not joking. I remember I did that one evening. I sat and looked at my phone. And I was like, if people think Dermot Kennedy is <laughs> going to click on my video and they're going to think I'm 10 times what that person is. So yeah, that's going to happen. So that's kind of that side of social media is it takes time to get your personality out there. It takes time. Oh, it's from, it's uh, true. It's, it's vile. Though. I mean, I, I mean, I think God yeah. knows what you get with your stuff, but I mean, it is vile. I mean, but I, I, I enjoy like sometimes just, just bantering these people, like just like shut your mouth with that mouth. Or, <laughs> I mean, have a nice day. You know, you can't, I can't help it. I just think it's funny that these, these these people out there get so worked up over a YouTube video, yeah, or they crazy. think they know something because they saw it on some other idiot's TikTok video. I think it's brilliant. I think it's hilarious. Some yeah. of it's like nasty. Don't get me wrong. These couple of geezers went after me when I put a video out about uh, something. I can't remember what. And, I, I, and they all started jumping on it. I thought, you, and I just said to them, you know what? You're just nasty bastards. Yeah. Just, yeah and, and I just removed them from the channel. But in general, I mean, your stuff, you must get absolutely teared up, all right? Yeah, I, I made a McDonald's video once, and a guy, I'm going to call him a fucking Egypt because I hate him, and I'm going to call him out again. <laughs> Paul Check, uh, he's a big, massive thing. I hate him. I don't care. 
Uh, he created a video anyways, at, and it was so funny. He created a video saying that I was telling people that they could eat McDonald's and lose weight, which is actual fact. You you can, as long as you incorporate it in your calories. And it, like your overall health isn't going to be impacted by one feckin' Big Mac throughout the week. It's not going to impact it overall. Matter of fact, I ate McDonald's for two whole weeks as an experiment. I know, I still in the mirror. And I got tested for my like cholesterol and everything, and they remained the exact same as they were beforehand. So it didn't change. Mm-hmm. Um, but anyways, this fellow called me out, and off the back of his video, a load of people were messaging me. One of them messaged me, I'm going to find you, and I'm going to kill your whole family. And I was what? like... I was like, this is mental over the fact that, one, we're talking about health and overall well-being, and you're coming at me like this. And second of all, over a McDonald's video, you're telling me you're going you're gonna to kill yeah. me? And I was like, this is crazy. But then the funniest comment I've ever got is like, uh, I really like your videos. You're a really good personal trainer, and like, I love your videos or whatever. Because you're kind of fat and chubby like me, not ripped like all the other <laughs> personal trainers. And I, was, I was like, okay, I, I'll take it. I'll take it. <laughs> Relatable. It's relatable. It's authentic. It's not yeah, bullshit. This is, it's funny, this, is, this is what we're talking about. Right, okay. So talking about that. So listen, we could talk about weight loss tips. But what's, what is some of the, the bullshit that you've seen out there? Let's dispel like five things that people kind of do or think they should be doing. That's absolute nonsense. Okay, yeah. Uh, right, I'll try. Think of the best one. On the spot. I'll probably listen back and be like, oh, fuck, I missed out on that one. <laughs> Don't worry about it. Biggest one that seems to be a big thing is, and and maybe with uh, runners as well, is keto, the ketogenic diet and uh, fasting. So training fasted. That is mm, a big yes, that's interesting. First of all, like I suppose, base it around how you're feeling. Like if you like to train faster, that's okay, but it's not going to be better for fat loss. It's not going to be really better for performance either because you require carbohydrates and stuff. But uh, yeah, so that would be one. And then that kind of interlinks with your your keto as well. Is that it's this big massive thing that's a better diet or that it makes you lose weight faster because of ketosis. It doesn't. It's bollocks. Yes, your body's going to use fat as fuel. And this is where it's really, really confusing. There's a difference between fat for fuel, which is the fats that we get from our foods, and the adipose tissue that our body stores. It's just scientific terms is adipose tissue for the fat that's actually on your body. And the fat as fuel is fat that we get from from foods and stuff like that. So they think that the both of them are the exact same thing. And so when you're using fat for fuel, you're actually burning off fat. Not the case. When it comes to ketosis, it's still a calorie deficit. It creates a calorie deficit through you having less foods to select from. But people don't realize carbohydrates are the primary fuel source for our brain. So cognitive function is going to decrease over time if you are staying on on, on the keto diet. It's going to make things way more difficult for you. Um, uh, also, like, how can you live your life avoiding carbohydrates when every single social occasion you ever go to is, is carbohydrate related? Okay, if the diet's working for you, that's perfectly fine. But I don't see someone lasting long term on it. If it's not something that's going to be long term, then don't. Um, and then with the keto diet, ketones and all this other fucking bollocks. It's just essentially what it is. It's essentially just a money making scheme. The diet was a Initially invented for people who have epilepsy so i think it's meant to benefit those and that's where it kind of came from and um, but other than that there's no health benefits in comparison to a high carbohydrate diet as long as protein and calories are the same so if you have the same amount of uh, protein intake and same amount of calories well then ketosis or you're having your high carbohydrate meal will result in the same amount of fat loss and actually i would probably bet on the side of things of carbohydrates probably being a little bit more sustainable if you had high carbohydrates and lower fat so yeah keto would be one I've got. I, I'm going to jump in because, yes. and I don't know why. Let me get rid of that. I don't know why, but while you were talking, I was just thinking of one of your videos about the ice bath. There's, <laughs> there's you at the, at the end of a video talking about something about people who use. What is? I'm still doing them. Yeah, I'm but what is the deal with these ice? Because everybody on social media, right, is using ice yeah. bath to lose weight. Is is this is this bullshit or is this not? Yeah, it's fucking bollocks. That's- <laughs> That's why I was doing it. I was doing I know, it. Before. I know, but I wanted to hear it from you. Yeah, and I, I was doing it at the coldest time of year as well to be like, it makes no fucking difference. <laughs> I did it for a period of, I'm not sure I'm going to have to break the ice getting into the thing. It was during the storms there. So I like to go out with a hammer, break the ice to jump into the ice bath. Um, and it's the coldest ever going to get. No, I had the same amount of weight as I did at the start of the week as I did at the end of the week. People are like, oh, you should have done it longer. It's not going to make a fucking difference. The sign shows. You can burn, like, I think it's a very minuscule, maybe an extra 10 calories per day from cold exposure because your body has to heat your body back up but overall weight loss it doesn't end i know the fella that you're on about talks about it all the time he's a fucking gobshite too and so is the <laughs> so is so is your man who did the 72 hour fast alongside him the, the, i know you I call, call him out next yeah <laughs> he's gonna he's, go it's, he's it's gonna go. sort of stuff that impacts people's health so badly because there'll be someone out there right and 
ice bath's not necessarily going to impact your health. Do I find a benefit for my head? 110%. I get into the ice bath. Yeah. yeah. Clear after it kind of clears brain fog. Recovery wise, it's actually not great either because blood vessels we want open in order to shoot blood to the muscle, help recovery, remove lactic acid. But when we get into an ice bath, it closes. And the only thing you're actually getting help from there is the fact of you don't feel pain. So it removes pain, but your muscles aren't recovering. So if you do it over long periods, you will actually have more, say, higher chance of injury, but less recovery. And also it's shown that you will get less muscle building effects off the back of just using ice baths. However, hot to cold can help. So going from cold then into a hot sauna or whatever can be beneficial. Yeah, actually, so you've always, gone, sorry, you've always gone, gone like full circle as well. We're going back to it. And the reason these are all coming about is it's all commercial. This is all you thinking about the ice baths these companies are starting to sell yeah. now. You're going back to like the keto diet. That is massive, massive, yeah. multi-billion pound industry. It's Atkins diet. Where did that, that come and went? They, yeah. they, they, these are all just phases and fads and people off the back of them are going to make absolute millions and millions of pounds yeah yeah this I've is it and any guy has a name is 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 shy i had there was one guy i'll shout him out carol or because he came and he spoke at my event he was so funny and he was like it's so funny diets <laughs> diets he compared them to lads and <laughs> mickey's let's say mickey's anyways i probably shouldn't be going into this it, hopefully you know what i'm on about but going around you don't go around with your mickey telling everyone look at this look at the, here showing you this but with diets for some reason we do and we should treat it like our mickey's keep it to yourself do what works for you and you don't need to be going around showing everyone if it has a name it's bollocks and some people come on videos telling me oh you're telling lies i've no reason to tell lies like if i was telling lies on my instagram i'd be selling a product off the back of it i don't yeah. care i don't really advertise my coaching every time i open my coaching Done. it sells out pretty much straight away five minutes i think the last coaching intake that i had nice. sold out and i don't need it at all the only reason the coaching is there is for people who need a little bit more accountability i never saw i i and that's genuine again no bullshit for me i've never seen you sell anything i've not even and yeah. any you've got no yeah. links no nothing it's no. there's there's nothing he's not trying to sell it right next one from me <laughs> there's a product out there i've got to be very careful here that you could <laughs> that's in the fridge aisle in, in in supermarkets okay that is a is effectively a meal replacement milkshake yeah you, i know who you're on about and if it's something related to your man who runs a podcast that brings on all the absolute shit talkers as well. That's one of the biggest podcasts out there. And he's they're sponsored that podcast. I hate them. <laughs> but <laughs> everyone's gonna know who I'm on about. Yeah, no, but <laughs> I'm not saying nothing, but yeah. Right, but that <laughs> that product that you can have instead of a meal, like as a replacement, <laughs> which is brilliant. I love this. Um, so a lot of runners, right? Who are trying to and I and I know this because just at the weekend just gone, a friend of mine, he's having that instead of his breakfast. He's having some fruit with it and stuff like that. In general, he's drinking that and that's that's his breakfast. Are those things like it's hard to say exactly because you don't know what products and what's going in it, but are they a good thing or a bad thing just in general? So I suppose it depends on what it's being used for. If it's like for a runner and look, they need something that's quick digestion digesting and like something that's going to be absorbed quickly or well, liquid probably will because our body can kind of go through it a little bit quicker than having to break down foods like um so i think that that's how things but for it's a meal replacement would you yeah say? for see if if he's doing it for the sake of like he's waking up early and needs to get something in before his run i'd say that look that's not too bad but when it comes to the weight loss aspect absolutely not like you're gonna stay drinking shakes for the rest of your life probably not and also there's a big company that were doing that previously and this is why i don't really trust supplements and there's actually scientific research behind this we went on Amazon took out 30 of the top supplements on Amazon, tested the products. I think it was 17 of them didn't say what it ha said was advertising in the product. So what it was actually saying, say it's a creatine, creatine actually wasn't in it. There it wasn't creatine, that was all different supplements. And then there was another 17 of them that had things in it that weren't listed on the ingredients label. Okay, so that's our 30, 17 didn't have what to set it in, and then another 17 didn't have, uh, so that means two would have crossed over or whatever. But so essentially, supplements you didn't really know what was in it but there was a big company that would have done meal replacement shakes before and if you just look up their name everybody knows who i'm talking about the biggest one that were there sponsored footballers and, and stuff like that look that up they got, they got yeah yeah they got sued and don't quote me but allegedly got sued because i've seen it on on uh, google if you look it up and they had uh, things that were impacting people's liver within the uh supplements i do believe so, so again, that was, that was a big commercial thing. It was one of them pyramid companies, wasn't it? Where they get salespeople and then they sell to people, they sell to people. It's again, yeah. just big business. Like, that got that big for weight loss that, that uh, GPs in Ireland were recommending that as a wow. thing. And also the, the clubs that I go on about, they're recommended sometimes from GPs in Ireland as well. I don't know if it's the same in the UK, but that's that's that shouldn't happen. 
especially like if you're a GP that's looking after someone's health, you should know at least the basics of, of nutrition or the basics of health to be able to point people in, in, in the right direction. But most of them, because GPs require so much study that they don't spend a huge amount of time on nutrition. Yeah, it's, it's, it's true, actually. It is true. Right. Okay. I've just looked at the time. I, I mean, we could be on here all night. Right. Because I want to get onto this to sort of finish us off. And I just love this video of you running a marathon, right? I just think it was one of the best things I've ever seen because I, how much you go on about despising running is brilliant. <laughs> I love that. And then you just see, so you trained, allegedly trained, and I'm putting it in there because you did like six weeks of non-training. Yeah. <laughs> and, then you, and then you went and ran the Dublin Marathon, right? Yes. And yeah. how was that? So I got approached by a charity. I couldn't say no. Charity messaged me. It was like, Ushing, would you run a marathon for me? And I was like, yeah. So I didn't know when it was. Um, and it's one, it was a charity that I'd kind of closely related because one of my clients that I worked for for years actually passed away from cancer. It was actually Cancer Care West. Reach out to me, ask me what I do. But I didn't realize when the Dublin Marathon was. And I was like, yeah, yeah, I'll do 100%. They were like, oh, it's in like eight weeks' time. And I was like, shit. <laughs> so I documented the whole thing on Instagram. Like, this is a proof I had in running. I had to go buy my running shoes, my hokas. I went, bought them in the shop, went to the shop, figured out about all this sort of stuff about running. Had no honors to do it. But yeah, six weeks, trained. Uh, part of that, I was on holidays in Lanzarote as well. So my nutrition was all over the place. We ran our first, I think the longest distance I ran was in Lanzarote. I ran 30K. Is that the Maybe. one where you go back and forth? Yeah. <laughs> nearly killed me i was like oh my god only that i had sam with me sam started puking about halfway through it was so fucking funny double marathon anyways i knew i was like right i have a goal i want to try getting around 4 30. i was like it seems like the good pace that everybody kind of aimed for in the first marathon let's try and do that i think i might have got 4 39 or something like this just above but uh yeah torturous holy crap my hip was in bits i remember starting i don't know if i put this in the video they start and i documented my instagram so there's proof i actually went into the doctors the day of my start and my running because i thought my appendix was needed to come out but it was actually my hip so i had to take um anti-inflammatories try yeah, yeah. to down and stuff like that but yeah my hip went i think like kilometer 15 it was so bad um i remember i went to the toilet one stage had my hand here on the portaloo and i was leaning forward and i couldn't lean back i couldn't use my hips to lean back <laughs> someone came in and opened the door behind me and i was like oh shit i have to go now so i went off but i think it finished <laughs> about 4 39 six weeks of training in around that so i was happy enough is that is that i mean you said you did a high rocks how was that that was torturous as well i remember <laughs> if i'm standing up now off this chair you'll see me when the podcast is finished i'll be like pushing off the really yeah, things get up. i think it's i think it's important to challenge myself it's something like if i'm not constantly challenging myself i find i fall into a negative mental health space as in like i just feel like there's something off i feel like i'm not feeling good myself i feel like something's going on and so constantly challenge myself whether it be with my business whether it be with the online stuff whether it be um with training or some aspect i have to feel like i'm being challenged or struggling in order to feel better after and i feel like a lot of people fall into that as well and like i'm still young so i'm still learning like maybe that's not a healthy way to be or maybe that's not something that i should look at that's why i said yes to the marathon that's why i was like oh, i'll do a high rocks this weekend i, I enjoy the feeling after it's it's so interesting to, i mean we could be on here <laughs> you know it is because it's that thing but the, the so i think the, the way to round it out is what what's next where i mean so you 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 had where you was you blew up right yeah. you've now got this i would say cult status out there okay <laughs> which is which is awesome you're genuine you're authentic it's only going to get bigger but what what do you, apart from the book um <laughs> what, i mean where do you what what are you going to do like what's the plans where do you go now i mean oh, i don't know this is i don't know and i do you know what it's something that i've so i had a transformation coach for a while it sounds like a big iffy term but he's mm -hmm. kind of just helping me navigate my business and life and stuff because i was really like confused and like what do i want to do or what do i want to achieve and i suppose like i have to still work through that with him but just the coaching i do want to try and impact as many people as i possibly can with that um and just keep going to where I'm at. Like, I feel like sometimes, and I don't know if people are like this. Like, if I have a massive goal, I feel like there's so much pressure. I feel like there's so much, I have to do this, I have to do that. I'd rather just wing the shit out of it. Like that event, it was just like, I'll wing the shit out of it and see what happens. Try it. And if I fail. Does that sound like anyone hiding? Does that sound like anyone? Yeah. <laughs> I think part of that might be as well, being afraid of failing, being afraid to flop. So this is a big thing for me. Now it's like, okay, because it's very possible my accounts get deleted. And this is why every opportunity that comes by, I'm like, yeah, okay, I'll do it. You're like, podcast this weekend? Yeah, put me down. Anyone that gets in touch with me, I'm like, yeah, 100% I'll do it. And it's because I'm like, 
would I regret this if next, if tomorrow I woke up and I didn't have a social media following, I had no platform or had nothing, if everything was gone and say I was back to, to normality or back to just, again, any simple life. I'm still living a simple life in, in some ways, but with my business and stuff. And I was like, okay, an event is something I want to do. Oh, uh, document my high rocks is something that I'd like to do. Uh, setting up uh, my book side of things or my coaching is something I'd like to do. So that's what I'm doing at the moment. So I think I need to stop living in fear now and stay maybe planning more of like what is is the forward yeah. step for I, th I think like that video you did where you stood in front and again i get it right in terms of nerves anxiety before something like that i mean we we literally just did the national running show and um we was we was on stage and i had to go out there and i was saying to hayden do i like um put like notes down or anything and he just said what, what was it you said just go out there. What was it? I can't remember. Just, just do, it's because you've done it before. You almost, I think yeah. you're, over, you're overthinking things. You're worried about things. We're just like, basically, as you just said, uh, just wing it. Just wing it. And and I think for you, I reckon like, this, I mean, just if listening back to this, the, the stuff that people are going to get out of this is going to be incredible. And yeah. I think if you, the way you come across, you've got, you've got to be out there, bruv, standing in front of people, yeah. telling, telling this story, but, and, 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 and like you did with that other thing and, and telling like, Cutting the cutting out the BS from what's yeah. online and putting that in front of people physically as well because I think that's powerful. Yeah, I think the online stuff like there's only so much impact you can have with online stuff mm. to the point where like you really connect with people when you're in front of them. But I'm the same as you, Forty. Like I was really anxious before doing those talks, or I was really nervous, and like I find that so difficult. Sometimes I find it hard to slow down. Yeah, yeah. Well, it's just I, my heart's it's going and I like. Fuck, I don't know what to do next. And that's one thing that I really want to try solve or get not solve, but get better. And I think the only way I do that is by challenging myself and going out and standing mm -hmm. on stage. Because I remember it was the same as me. I was like, okay, my presentation for that talk where there's so many people there, I was like, I'm gonna have all the just I'll just read it off the screen, just do that. But then it was like, okay, when I got on stage, it was actually fine. And it was just getting over that barrier of it. But yeah, no, for sure. I think that's a that's a, a good point. It's nice to have outside perspectives as well. Because I don't like people don't realize the online space is very lonely. Like I don't really mm -hmm. chat a huge amount of people. I live at home, I hurt my man, we go back and forth, we just have a laugh. Um but I feel like I don't have a massive, say, amount of people to go to and be like, What direction do I go to here? I have my best friend. Oh, yeah, it's hard. I've been through so much, so many people, but it is tough. Like the online stuff is, is difficult. So people don't understand it as well. Like you probably get it as well with podcasts and stuff. People are like, Why the fuck are you jumping on Sunday at seven thirty to go and do this? talk or what's going on here i i, I do like so, so i do one on a seven o'clock on a monday because because of eight o'clock eight o'clock <laughs> you get it wrong so fucking idiot I'm, but I, we, because the demand was there like we did the one on a friday like so it was like anything in it you're trying to you're trying to look at trends you're trying to look at you know how to maximize yeah. it we've got a large community in terms of the running space the subscribers on youtube is is, is little in, in terms of versus others but our community like we're the biggest running club in the country right over here yeah so it's connecting with those. So then I started doing one on a, on a Monday and you're just like, oh, fuck me. And where does it stop? And then you go and yeah. do live shows and, and I'd love to do more of that, but I'm lucky. Right. And this is the only, and I don't want to give you advice because that's condescending, but I, I'm I, the only reason I do so well, I feel in terms of what we do as a, as a community in a club is because I've got people like Hayden, right? I've yeah. got my close friends. There's like, there's, he's laughing, but it's true. I've got like three or four people that I'll go, I've had a brilliant idea and they'll go for it. You're talking yeah. absolute <laughs> shit or it'll go. No, actually there is genuinely something there. Sick. And to have that, that you can fire off of. Yeah. Right? And whether it's, I've got it with my brother as well to have that, I think is, is key. And like you're on another level to me. Right. So, that's the only thing I would say is have find those people. Yeah, I like I have one hundred percent. And as you're saying to him, like I fucking do do that quite a bit. With uh, I go through my friends like Sam or Emmeline or people like that. But even when you hear like with this side of things, I take advice from everybody. And this is a big thing with influencers or people out there. It's like I'm above everyone else, and like oh, I'm so much better. Why do I need to take this advice from people? It's the same when it comes to weight loss. Some people will jump on my program or have a chat with me, go back and forth. I don't be like this and being like, do this, do this, do this, do this. This is exactly what you need to do, and ignore everything else. It's it's like okay look the better option would be probably to go out and do a walk this evening you're not feeling it right second best option is just to make sure you're resting you decide between two of them i'll give you positive negatives it's the same when i'm in here listening to you if i'm sitting here in a thing of like oh, i'm better at social media in four days or i'm better at this side of things or better at running or better whatever, i'm not going to learn 
And I'd rather sit down here and listen to you for an hour than listen to myself talking for an hour because I'm not that sort of person. I don't really care. Like I'm just a fucking regular ass person. I listen to everybody. I take advice from everybody. And that's the biggest thing with social media. So many people are in an opposite position. I don't know if you've had many guests on here. Actually, I'm going to start listening to podcasts now. Everyone else, fucking subscribe if you haven't already. I'll do it for you. <laughs> sick as well. The sponsor Skechers is sick. <laughs> oh, shit. But I'll tell you something, right? I refuse... This, and he'll tell you this. I refuse to have. I refuse to have guests on. So, <laughs> I, two things when we set this up. One, it has to be recorded live, because I want viewer interaction. None yeah. of this polished bollocks, made up questions, and, and all this shit. I've got no interest in that. I'd rather have 80, 150, two people in in the in the chat asking and getting involved in the questions. Right, that's important to me. And secondly, if I have a guest, right, put you to one side, but you kind of actually are. I want real people. So if I have a runner on, I've got no interest, right, in having, I don't know, uh, some elite runner on. I really, because I, it's not relatable. No one gives a toss. And it's not relatable to my viewers, my listeners, my community members, my club members. It's not relatable. How can they relate to how fast somebody runs 235? Yeah, we can learn a couple of bits. And don't get me wrong, we've had ben, people like Ben on, Ben Felton, super fast. But he's a nice guy. He's not an arsehole. Yeah, There's yeah. a lot of them. So I Genuinely, right? I he'll tell you I don't really have. I have people from uh, like agents emailing me. Oh, this person's got this book. I just write back. We don't have guests. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or, no, I, or I quote them a amount of money that's so ridiculous to have them on <laughs> that they never. I never hear about because why? Why would you? Why again? It's that yeah. authenticity. Why have them on? Yeah. Yeah, good point. Actually, one thing before I go, yeah. you, so you, I did, actually didn't know a huge amount about, about you before because John had just sent on the podcast and then I listened. I was like, fuck, I messaged this guy. But I've been following your social media the last couple of days. You're running coach. Will you come in and speak to my community about running and a couple of other things? Two, you can jump on and do it. Because yeah, I'm the same as you. So when it comes to my community, I don't just sit there and talk to them. So I do a live call with them every uh, every week. I rather get experts being in that are better at things than I am or know more about certain stuff. And people 100%. are relatable as well because I've had people in to speak that are maybe really high up in the industry but very scientific and they just can't relate to anyone. Like, I want people who are relatable. I want people who can come in and teach people things from a perspective of I'm the same as you or like I was in that position before. I'd love to have the two of you in to speak. It's a date. Let's go. I'll send it to you. <laughs> right, here, right. right, so... We're going to do one big final plug, although the boy doesn't need it because he's like massive. <laughs> so if you want to follow him, right, this is where you need to tell everybody, go. It's really easy for you, though. Go tell tell everybody where they can find you. <laughs> Mulligan's Fitness. It's how everyone focuses on the spelling of it. There's another guy on Instagram who is actually local. He's only like half an hour down the road, and he stole the app that's just Mulligan's. And I'm like, oh, give me that, give me that. But uh, yeah, Mulligan's Fitness. You'll, fi you'll find it, hopefully. Across <laughs> Go on to 40's page and I'll be there somewhere. 100%. Now, I'm being serious, right? I will give a warning to anybody who goes on to TikTok. <laughs> You've got to be prepared. It, it, it's brilliant, but if you're offended by language... Yeah, don't. That, yeah, that's a, and kids, don't listen to it, all right? Yeah, but i tell you something now, and this is not bullshit. I genuinely love the stuff. It's, yeah. it's, it's simple. It's easy. It's relatable when he's putting things in, like in water <laughs> and trying to explain to you about stuff. It, it it just makes sense, right? Again, so just please just go and follow it follow and, and get involved. And it, honestly, mate, I I tell you, I, I'm I was made up right when you messaged me, and so I really appreciate it. I really appreciate you spending sixty minutes of your Sunday. I love it. Hanging I'm, out with us, yeah. honestly, you're an absolute legend. So thank you very much, Hayden. Thanks very much for sitting there and looking handsome. What well, I do. That's what he does. It's like we just wheel him out. It's, it's what he does. He does Wait, what he does. Before we go, actually, I don't know if you're able to say it on podcast. Everyone will say, showing up to your door. Where in England are you from? Right. It's so, not, I'll give you a clue. It's not Newcastle like you thought it was earlier. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> right. Because but... I'm just thinking if I'm ever there, we have to catch up and do a run. Well, I, I just think we need to get together. I'm telling you, I'm going to get my friends. I feel like you're the sort of people I could just chill with for the fucking day. I just think, well, we need to get out. Firstly, we do need to come to Ireland, right? We've got to go. We, some, somebody recommended, right? We was talking about after the National Running Show, we was like, where are we going to, we want to take the, the show. So we did one in Newcastle and, and all this sort of stuff. And we was like, what do you think we should do, guys? So one of these geezer turned around and said, Dublin Marathon at the Expo, we need to get you guys on there and do, do right. that. So, but I'll be serious. We need to go to Ireland because we've got we've got a lot of, our, of runners in Ireland, 
Um, so it is somewhere that we do need to go to, 100%. So, but I just think we, I would just love to be on stage. Wouldn't it be awesome, right? Him, him and me on stage, just hanging it's dangerous. out. Dangerous. It could be. It would yeah, be dangerous. Yeah. We would get taken off in about two yeah. minutes. <laughs> we, we've got this, uh, one of my friends called Sabrina, I call her admin. She has a nervous breakdown every time I open my mouth, especially in places where there's like brands and stuff. But she's a hero, right? And I wouldn't be able to do any of this without her. But I imagine that she she would have a breakdown, wouldn't she? Yeah, she would. Me anyway, she wouldn't be able to. Oh, it's just so good. I think it's brilliant. Well, I'm going to get a picture. Hang on. And we probably shouldn't do this on the pod, but we don't care. I'm going to do this because I'm going to. <laughs> My big uh, heroes, and then because we're going to put that out to say that we recorded. Is this is this live as well? Is there people watching this live? No. So I'm going to record this because I was so frightened about what you was going to say. No. <laughs> no. I just I want to put it out. I know. Genuinely, I want to put it out as a special because I Fit. think it warrants. We again, right? We don't put specials out unless there's a reason, or the fact that we got a night off and we can't be bothered to do it. <laughs> so I wanted to give this the uh, the respect that it deserves having you on and giving us the, your time. I wanted to do that, and that's and that's why it means so much for you yeah, for so. me coming on. So I really appreciate it. I I'm going to try and find. We've got a really good outro. It's not, but um, I'm going to try and find that as well. So it, so again, <laughs> we do look slightly professional. So again, get over, follow him, right? <laughs> Leave us nice reviews. Anybody leaves us not a nice review, we're just going to delete it. So don't worry about it. <laughs> um, and, uh, and make sure you're pleasant in the comments, people. Okay. Right. That's it. I'm going to play the outro. We'll see you all later. Thanks, everybody. Bye 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 bye. <laughs>